Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I want just to start with something on a positive note this morning. By the way, good morning. Hey, guys. Hi, back room. Good morning. I think it is. I think it's going to be okay. So I wonder how many of these you encounter in a day, if you're one of them, or if you have one in your family. And these are people that are in a good place if you see them doing this, especially in public. I was in a coffee shop. I was waiting for my coffee, and in walked a guy whistling. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Like and really taken, loud to where it... Like, like that kind of a vibe. And I was taken aback by it. I thought, you know what? Here's a guy in such a good headspace right now. Mm-hmm. He's walked into this place full of strangers whistling an upbeat tune. Right. And I wanted to start up a conversation with the guy, but it got me to thinking, whistlers. Got yeah. me we need thinking. more whistlers yeah. in our lives. I do love whistling. I just don't whistle in public. I'm a whistler. I'm a whistler, too. My, my, my mother will tell me that if I start to whistle, you know, things are things are going well. I just do. I don't even realize I'm doing it sometimes. Do you realize Ooh. you're doing it, Sisney? I don't realize it either. And when I was little, my mother would tell me, you whistle so much, you're going to get wrinkles over your lips when you get older. I'm sweet of her. <laughs> So Kelly, like, do you whistle? Oh, I don't know how to whistle. I know. You can't whistle. Mm-mm. Oh, you do. Wow, you do like an old school whistle. Yeah. What do you mean old school like whistle? That, yeah, like a. It reminds me of a cartoon or something. Oh yeah. Do it again. Yeah, that's a Disney whistle. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I did grow up with like Cinderella. Huh. I do like the guy on the bench in the park. 
Yeah, paper. Like smoking that? a cigar. Yeah, I got, yeah, you're just a cigar whistle. I got, I got vibrato in mine. <laughs> yeah. But it's true. See how many people you run into today, this week, that are whistlers. Whistlers. And if you are a whistler, whistle. Whistle while you... It helps, I think it helps people out. Do you know what today is? <sighs> I do. Today is Wednesday, October 18th. Mm-hmm. Do you know it's what that means? It's your anniversary. It's Neo's birthday. Nope, nope. It's your anniversary nope. for working here. Nope. It's your and Robbie's one-year anniversary of being engaged. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> my lease is officially up today at my apartment. So how would we ever guess that? Like, how do you, do you think we have your paperwork? I've been telling you guys for the last couple of weeks, October 18th is my last official day. I thought it was day. the 16th. I thought it already passed. No, today it's my final walkthrough. Okay, so? And are you going to need to replace carpet and walls? I already did all that. Is this why you've been so emo all week? You have been low emo. I've been very emo. Yeah, like she stopped me in the hallway and she was like, Sisney, do you love me? And I was like, Are you what? St- I feel like you're not drinking coffee. Are you having coffee? <laughs> yes, I'm this having coffee. This is like coffee. the non-coffee pace. <laughs> no, I'm having coffee. It really stops you in your tracks when she like, asks you if you love no, her. We, so we were at my apartment putting it back up like those shades and stuff. Cause I, did, I made a lot of changes in the apartment. I have to put it back the way that I found it. And Robbie was helping me and we were driving home and I was like, thank you so much for your help. And he was like, you don't have to thank me, babe. Like you're a modern woman, but you have a partner now and like we're a team and we do this together. And I just started bawling. Oh, I would cry too. I just started bawling in the car, like for no, for nothing. But, the, but why did you stop sissing in her tracks in the hallway at work and ask her if she loved you? I'm just going to the printer to get my sheets yeah, for I mean, today. She's trying to get her logs. <laughs> She just wants to know what time we're playing Paint the Town Red. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've been like emo. I've been a little emo. But why? What, what, that what was were you exactly for? my question, Ryan. I turned around why? and said, why are you why asking? Why are you asking? That would scare me. And then she reacts like this. She's like, oh, so you don't love me? Then I was like, oh my gosh. What no. if, what's, where's there a void? Like if you've got this partner, why are you looking for other love? Um, I don't know. She just hasn't said it to me in a while. I don't ever say it, Tanya. <laughs> what do you normally say? What do you expect her to say? What is going on with you two? Yeah, and you haven't said it in a while either, Ryan. I don't Ryan say it. Ryan doesn't say I love you to us. Ever. Okay, but you say it in your own Ryan way. I sent you guys a very sweet work email, like, the other day. That was, like, Something. a month ago. That was two weeks ago. No, it was not. Are What's going period? on with you? Yes. That's what it is. Okay, I'm on my period. <laughs> So am I, but I'm not this needy. You know what? It was much easier to work around here when you just didn't blink. All this other stuff is complicated. The non-blinking was easier for me. Now now it's emo and it's everything. But the irony is you're asking for all this and you've got an abundance of it. You've got it all at home. I know, but I don't know. I'm just in my feels right now. Mm -hmm. Okay, Tanya, I love you. Thank you. I love you too. Tanya. Sisney loves you. (laughs) (laughs) That is dark right now. That's going to send me. I feel weird saying it. Yeah, it is weird. I appreciate you. Mm -hmm. See, that's nice. That's what I'm saying. You say it in your own ways. I appreciate you, respect you, admire you, and look up to you in so many ways. And I think you're a positive force on my life. That's so kind. Thank you. I knew I'd get it with that one. Uh, all right, so in that nice email, right. this was October second. It was sixteen days ago. I'm reminded. Mm, okay, that's fine. So get your calendar right if you're going to come down on us about <laughs> emotions. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Again, now I know why I came to work today. Right there. <laughs> but Tanya, why the big grin on your face during Doji Cat's "Paint the Town Red"? Were you feeling loved? I, I am feeling loved. Yes, thank you so okay. much. I appreciate it. 
Uh, so you have brought this up a couple of times, your achiness of joints and your need for a, a cold plunge. Now, this is kind of a thing I've been reading about that more and more people are resorting to cold showers and cold plunging and getting into ice baths and things like that. This has been around a long time for athletes. Why is it now a trend? You know, I don't know why it's a trend, but it's so trendy. Everybody's doing it and talking about it, and people are swearing by it that these these cold plunges are starting their days off right, get, making them more productive. It sounds them- terrifying to me. I, I I don't like to start cold. I love to lean against the wall in a warm shower. Have you done it? So I've done it before. I've done it like once or twice. But, you know, there was a period. You know how I'm always trying to change up my morning routine? There was like a three-month period. <laughs> there was a three-month period where I was taking cold showers before I would come to work. And I felt a difference. Well, did, wait, did, could we mark those shows and see how yeah. the shows Did work? we feel a difference? Did we feel the difference? Do you remember? Uh, I don't know. How did we react? I don't know. Is there I, more or less of you then? More. Uh, I was way more awake. I was way okay. more awake. Can you just splash was, cold water on your face and no, call it a day? No, it's so different. Because is, it, there, is there an inexpensive way to do this, though? Like, yes, you can get them on Amazon. So they have these like plunge tubs. There's different ones that you can get. There's ones that are kind of like a look like a bathtub a little bit. And then there's like ice tubs. What are they made of? Rubber? Um, some of them are rubber. Some of them are like kind of like the inflatables that you have like in a pool. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they range from like 50 to 100 bucks. Um, so they are definitely very affordable and people are doing this and I'm, we're really considering getting one. So you could, I'm looking at one that's like an inflatable. So it's like a blow up mattress. Basically you slip inside of it and put all the ice. So then do you have to put your own ice? Where do you get all this ice? My ice maker doesn't make enough ice. Yeah. That's the thing. But do do you keep it iced and then you can cover it and then it stays iced? No. No. It's going to melt. Yeah. It's not a freezer. Why can't you plug it in? Why can't you plug it in like a freezer? I'm sure there are different ones that you could get that like keep your... There's probably more elaborate ones. But here's the thing. I have an ice shortage or my ice maker freezes up and I don't have enough ice anyway. So you gotta go get bags of ice. I noticed that about my ice too. My ice machine is a real problem. I was like, come on. What is this? So, Tanya... Well, I don't know. You're going to have to figure out your own ice situation, but maybe yeah. you can get some, like, you know, those big arrowhead oh, things. Oh, for the love. Of, like, yeah. <laughs> are you going to start doing this? Yeah, we really are thinking about it because Robbie wants to do it in the mornings before he go. I don't think I would do this before How work. Do do before work? It's I a wouldn't. lot to organize. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, talk to me in December when I'm just it's not freezing like outside. I'm not a cold person. I, I think don't, you could do water. it. You could get it ready at night, like at How night before you How long do I need to, to sit in it? Well, that depends. Three minutes. you can last. I can't last long. I did. Yeah, they say three minutes. I did it three with the, is an eternity. Uh, I did it with a random person in a spa once. Yeah, we actually motivated each other. Well, at least like, you could, yeah, teamwork it. Yeah, she was in there. I was like, "Come on, we can do it." Twenty more seconds. <laughs> I mean, if people you have a kiddie pool, you could just throw some ice in that. These things look like a kid pool. But people are swearing by it, and I'm like, if it's going to make you more productive and have more energy throughout your day, what's the harm? All right, why don't you do a home demo for the show? Yeah, and let us know. We'll. We'll know that. Tell us the days you've done it, and then we'll see how you're feeling. We'll ask you about it. All right. So you meet somebody, and you wonder what's the right amount of time you should spend before you spend the night together. Is there a is there any sort of scientific study on this? Well, psychotherapists got together and they came up with a number of hours. How long you should wait before sleeping with someone new? Do you want to guess how how long it is? It's hours. Um, it's more than ten. Then 12? No. Nope. Tanya? <laughs> 50. 36. 
They don't have to be consecutive hours, just enough dates to add up to 36. Oh, so if you went on a couple dates, you could be spread out. I know. I know. Um, they say if you wait much longer, the desire may begin to wane. You know, sleeping next to somebody is very intimate. <laughs> Unless you are drunk getting into the bed. Still intimate. Then you get out. But you in the can morning. sleep next to somebody before you sleep with somebody. Correct. Which I which, and I think it's a good step. I think it's very intimate. Like the fact that you're sleeping with somebody but next you to you. Would you prefer to sleep next to somebody before sleeping with somebody? I would. Yeah. Yes. Good. Well, we're all aligned for once. Happy Wednesday. Yay. But like, uh, you remember how quote. uncomfortable that is sleeping next to somebody new? Mm-hmm. I, I think. Well, it depends where you are. If you're into the like, if you. I like the person. Yeah, it was never weird with Michael. It was so hard for me in the beginning, always. I was like, eh, well, am I breathing been... too loud? Am I like on my side? Do I get Everything's on my side? been an uphill battle if we look back, but here we are yeah, at the top true. of the mountain. Yeah, we conquered. And you are loved. Yeah. Cold plunge. All right, today's quote. You don't need to immediately respond to a text or a notification. Urgency culture keeps us in fight or flight. Tired of urgency culture, honestly. Healthy people will respect your timing. I think this is one we should all implement. Wow. Urgency culture is toxic. Yeah. You are Mr. Urgency culture. <laughs> I'm going to be Mr. Less Urgency culture. <laughs> cool. I'm down yeah. for that. I don't think I responded to that Halloween email for a day or so. Um, No, it's more the other way around. Yeah, when you need something, <laughs> it's like five phone calls, four text messages, all the things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you did actually respond. You said copy. Copy, yeah, that's my favorite <laughs> response. My favorite work response. Got it? Copy. Kiss FM headlines with Sissini. Well, tropical storm Norma formed off Mexico's western Pacific coast yesterday, and the U.S. National Hurricane Center said it is likely to become a hurricane threatening the resort of Los Cabos on the southern tip of the Baja California Peninsula. Norma could reach Los Cabos made up of the twin resorts of San Jose del Cabo and Cabo San Lucas by the weekend. Soccer fans in L.A. might be about to uh, will lose out on the experience of a lifetime. So far stadium is reportedly out of hosting any 2026 World Cup games due to a disagreement with FIFA. Rams owner Stan Kroenke, who built SoFi in Inglewood, is apparently refusing to make changes to the playing area to accommodate soccer, which uses wider field dimensions than American football. And in case you're wondering, no changes will be made when it comes to the Dodgers and management specifically. President of Baseball Operations Andrew Friedman confirmed Dave Roberts will return as Los Angeles' manager in 2024. The news comes less than a week after the Dodgers' latest disappointing, of course, playoff exit. And Becky G celebrated her Inglewood roots yesterday as her hometown presented her with the key to the city at a lively ceremony in the city council chamber. So big congratulations to Becky G. Taller or shorter than I am? Okay. So, this is pretty easy. I'll name an artist performing pretty at our... Pretty easy. Uh, I've never played it, but... I'll name an artist performing at our sold-out Jingle Ball. You tell me if they are taller or shorter than I am. And okay. for the record, I don't care what search says on Google. I'm 5'9". Okay. 
I'm keeping well, that Well, don't mind. sound so doubtful about okay. my 5'9". I was just seeing if you were going to add a half to it, but... I don't think I have a half. I think I am 5'9". All right. Didn't we do this in the studio? Tubbs, didn't you measure me? Yes. Yeah, and what did we come up with? Uh, 70-something inches? I, no, I, don't in, I, I don't know. Inches in feet. 70-something wouldn't You don't remember? Out. Mark, don't oh, yeah, you remember maybe 70-something would check out. I'm looking Mark, it up right now. I think 5'9 is what we came up with. Yeah, I think that's right. Okay, so we are officially... Okay. We did a measurement. Tubbs had his tape measure and he laid it out for uh-huh. me. So here we go. All right. Okay. For, first one, we got to get three right before we get three wrong. Sabrina Carpenter, taller or shorter than I am? Uh, shorter. That is correct. Yes. Sabrina Carpenter is 4'11". That's right, little shorty. I'm 5'9". Cute. Okay. Oh, my Next goodness. Flowrider. <laughs> Flowrider, taller or shorter than I am? Uh, taller. The fact you even had to think about it makes me happy. Yes, yeah. taller. <laughs> he is 6'3". I am 5'9". He is 6'3". <laughs> See, she I think you're tall. Give me some credit. <laughs> I love that about you, and I want you to win. <laughs> For the win, Niall Horan. Taller or shorter oh. than I am? Oh, dear. Um, uh, I think he's shorter than you are. You have become one of my favorite people. Yes, he is shorter. He's 5'8". Wow. Yet, uh, you know the heights of pop stars. Holy crow. Wow. That's amazing. I love it. And for it. the record, Miguel. Miguel, Tanya, oh, where you go? go? Taller. Again? No, Miguel's 5'6". Nope. I'm 5'9". What? There you go. Ryan just wanted to add that last one I mean, in. I just yeah. happened to see that on the show. Love it. Hey, Yetta, we're going to see you and somebody at Jingle Ball Presented by Capital One, December 1st at the Kia Forum. I'm so psyched. Thank you for playing. Yes. Thank you. Thank and you that so much. Was called, I really you're appreciate welcome. it. Taller, shorter than Ryan. <laughs> On air with Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest with you. Going to go open the back room microphone up there. Got the glass. The phones, everything happening. The brains of the operation behind the glass there. Michaela, one of our producers sitting back there. Michaela, good morning. How's your morning? You know, it's been good. How about you? Great, because I was taller than every jingle ball artist <laughs> wow. in the game. Taller no, or shorter wow. than I just kind of made my morning. Were you surprised? A little. Yeah, yeah by, by Miguel, right? <laughs> yeah. Niall surprised me. Niall surprised You thought Niall Horn was taller than I am? I thought you guys were going to be equal. No, huh. I knew shorter than him. Shorter. How did you know that, oh, Tanya? Because we've had him in quite a few times, and I often remember him being shorter than you. That's a... I appreciate you. <laughs> uh, okay, so, Michaela, why is this a good time if you're in a dating rut to get out and go do some fun stuff? Well, I've seen a bunch of these activities the last couple of years, but I've been single, and, you know, it's cuffing season, so if I happen to, you know get asked out on a date, I would love for someone to take me to one of these places. I think they're super cute, super fun. Also, some are actually family-friendly, too. And do you put a little more full-court press on dating or, or meeting somebody because the holidays are coming? Um, Maybe, actually. I find myself on dating apps more, yeah. Okay. All right, so let's go through them. These are fun Halloween date nights, not haunted houses. Right. So the first one is Knights of the Jack in Calabasas, and it's a mile-long walkthrough um, immersive experience. There's like over-the-top lights, there's photo ops, there's food trucks, there's also a spook easy bar, which I think is really cute. Ooh. 
So I think that'd be fun to go to with someone. It's an easy way to, you know, get to know somebody too. And it's family friendly. So even if you weren't on a date, there's like face painting for kids. They can um, buy souvenirs, walk around, see the pumpkins of their favorite characters. Um, So I think that's a really cute first date. Okay. We're going to put all these up in case you're in the middle of, you know, getting somewhere. KissFM.com slash Ryan. We'll put these up there. Okay, what else is a, a good date night for Halloween? So the other one is Hauntoween. It's in Woodland Hills, and it's actually like the first one, Knights of Jack, but there's more things to do. So there's actual rides and games you can play. So it's kind of like a carnival, I would say, like a haunted carnival, and you can do trick-or-treating in their little town of Hauntoween. So I think that's... Hauntoween? <laughs> yeah, it's really I cute. just like saying it. <laughs> yeah, it's super I, cute. Hauntoween. Yeah. And that's also family-friendly, too. I've done okay. this one, but only during Ooh. the pandemic when you could just drive through it. So Oh, I'm so excited. this is now you can really immerse yeah, yourself. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay, another good date idea. So then the last one, you have to be 21 plus, so not so family-friendly, but it's the Haunted Soiree, and it's a cocktail party in Glendale, and it's at an old theater so they say it's actually haunted so that makes it even more fun um but there's different rooms in this venue that you're able to try like different themed cocktails they have live ma- uh, magic live music live entertainment and they also encourage you to dress up so i, I do I, as much as i don't like to dress up yeah. i do appreciate something like this where they do encourage you to dress up because it's fun to see people you don't know in whatever right. it is that they dress up in and it sets the tone right yeah. so okay of those three michaela Who's in cuffing season height <laughs> right now? The height of it. What will you? Uh, what would you prefer? Okay, I, for first date, I would probably do the Knights of the Jack or okay. Hauntoween, and then the, and next, then the, the haunted soiree. Recovery, yeah, first date in costume mm-hmm. is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Caroline and Van Eyes, Ryan Seacrest, and Sissini and Tanya. <laughs> Good morning, Hi. guys. Also known as Sanya. For me. When I can't remember who told me what, I blame Sonia. Uh, go ahead, Caroline. What can we do for you? Yeah, so first of all, let me just say Halloween's my favorite holiday. So that puts some context into this. Um, and it. I've been dating this new guy since about June. So, you know, not long, but not super short either. And it's going super well. But he told me uh, yesterday while we were talking that he's like absolutely not going to dress up at all for Halloween. Like, period. Can't even get him... Yeah, and it's no, not no, even I, a couple's costume. I, I wasn't saying that because I'm on your side. Yeah, oh. my side was on his side. That was a side no. for him. No, but it's not even like a couple's costume. Like he won't even dress up. I was like, put on a Travis Kelsey jersey or like be a Ken. Like literally, all he would have to do is put on like, hi, my name is Ken, like a name tag. Why does he not want to dress up? Because he keeps telling me that Halloween is for kids. Like, he's like, oh, do you hunt Easter eggs, too, on Easter? You know, in, in, in the, where I grew up, it was just for kids. Here in L.A., it's not. <laughs> it's adults, too. But where I grew up, it yeah, was like, my right. parents didn't dress up. It must be. Well, it's not an L.A. thing. Or I don't know. I've grown up in California my entire life. I feel like everybody. But you're right. My parents didn't dress my up. My parents and, did not dress up either. No. Is it just I, an era thing? Like, are we, yeah, thing? are we just doing it now? I mean, I'm, I'm down. Look, anything to celebrate. But so, uh, Caroline, here's the thing. Um, so, can you trade something? Like, do you does he watch football and you don't want to watch football? Maybe he wants you to watch football with him. Is there a trade here? No, because I like football too. I mean, I try to like get everything not equal. But do you guys know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to make sure that like I'm into at least some of what he's into. And I will say this: I have gotten him to watch scary movies, so it's okay. 
okay, like the spooky vibe of Halloween. He's fine with that. But like, he just hard no on the costumes. <laughs> I, 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 there's two things here. One, I get it. And two, you got to pick and choose your battles, bro. Maybe, but is. this would be a deal breaker for me. It's like Halloween. Well, yeah, because it's okay. your, well, it's for her too. It's her number one. Then, and he needs to compromise. If this is going to be your guy forever, then this is going to be such a bummer every Halloween. But not that he needs right. to be, you know, tit for tat, but I do think that there should be a trade. Like maybe there's a something that he that you love less that you get to do that he wants you to do. So maybe you can have that conversation. Well, okay. So my question is a little bit less about how to get him to wear a costume because I'm not I don't want him to participate and be pouting about it the whole night. You know, like What's I need a bad attitude. <laughs> Um, how big of a red flag is this? Because it's, it's kind of bumming me out and honestly kind of ruining the Halloween vibe. Like we have a party no. this weekend and I don't even want to. It's not a big red flag because I am him. Yeah. To me, it's like a, it's not a big red flag. It's just one of those things you gotta, you gotta, he's got a. It is a big red flag. Like he can't even suck it up for one party and it's wear not a or whatever. relationship red flag. Yeah. Just dress I up think for it Halloween. is. Then you wear a minimal costume, but you don't you don't be like a Debbie Downer the whole party. Like that's just that's annoying. But some people just don't like Halloween. Like they don't. They're like, why are we celebrating? What are we celebrating? Like then that's not your that's, dude. But maybe he is. Mm-mm. Caroline, you got to make a choice on this. Are you gonna you know fall on the sword for it? Was that the right expression? Probably not. No. Are you going to make this a red flag or not? I don't think this is a red flag for the relationship, but I do think he should concede and compromise. Caroline. Happy Halloween. I hope you go with your with him. Yeah. Good luck. Okay. Thanks, guys. Whose message was Might be him message? texting. He's like, Are you talking your? about me on the radio? Yeah. Is that him? <laughs> Is that your phone, Caroline? I think so. Ours are all off. Phone. We know the rules around here. So coming up in just a little bit, um, there are a couple of places here in LA that are haunted that you would not expect to be haunted. One loves the beef. Oh. Uh, what's their what's their slug line? We got the beef. One has we, the beef. We have the beef. Yeah, they've one has the beef, mm. and apparently one of their locations is known to be haunted. Haunted horseradish sauce. I didn't know. Oh come on. So uh, we'll get into that in just a little bit. It's very exciting. Now let's get to a trending report. We are going to pay a bill here in just a second as well. Tanya, what do you have? So as it was reported last month, Taylor reportedly loaned her New York City apartment to Sophie Turner while she goes through her divorce from Joe Jonas. So she offered Sophie her Tribeca apartment, which is basically what she keeps as an investment property. So it's not like Taylor's giving her her home, you know, it's like her investment property. If that's not cool enough, it was reported this week that Taylor lent her Rhode Island home to Gigi Hadid. So a source said that Taylor is a total romantic and she loves playing Cupid for her friends. Even though Gigi and Bradley Cooper have their own properties in New York, they wanted somewhere more private to spend time getting to know each other. And Taylor was happy to help. So that's where, remember I told you that Gigi and Bradley Cooper were photographed like coming back from a weekend with like bags? Mm-hmm. That's where they stayed. They stayed at Taylor's Rhode Island, reportedly, allegedly, at Taylor's Rhode Island home. Mm-hmm. So this news broke after they were there, so they weren't bothered while they were there. But you would think that people were like hanging out at her place 
all the time waiting for a picture, especially since she's in the news. Yeah, but I think it's like very, from what I've seen, hard to get pic- to? it's not hard to get to, but there's so, it's so private because there's like a large gate around that like, oh, there's a lot of land. It does a lot of land. Yeah. But I feel like obviously we, we don't have mansions to loan out to our friends, but I feel like everybody needs to be a friend like Taylor because she just goes above and beyond. Well, isn't friends. that what the crash couch is? Right. Is it like when somebody's moving to town, they're getting up off their feet, you let them crash on your couch? Yeah, exactly. That's like my house. It's like I mean, a revolving door for my friends. Ed Sheeran did that for a little bit mm-hmm. at different yeah. people's houses on their couches. Or like be the friend that like like Becca, when I went through my breakup, she got me a breakup basket and she put Glennon Doyle's on Yeah, I mean, there are versions like, of what Taylor's doing that right. everybody can do. I did read, just to go a little deeper into maybe some purchases or investments she might make in the future, because I read that some of these properties are uh, investment properties, that she's going to make four, not one, not two, but four billion dollars. Yeah, four point something billion. Four billion dollars on the tour. tour. Insanity. Uh, on the tour. Now, that was four billion dollars that she didn't make 12 months ago. I mean, that tour was like That's four billion dollars so in a year. so true. She's going to be the richest woman in the that world. That is just wild. That, I mean, that that is incredible to think how fast too, right? You uh-huh. earn that money. But you know what's so crazy about this whole thing that she's so rich and yet, to me, she's so relatable. Like, all I could focus on during when I was watching the concert movie was her chipped nail polish. I couldn't <laughs> stop looking at and it. And her right. frizzy hairs at times. Right. Yeah, like, I was like, she has chipped nail polish and because frizzy hair. Because that's who she hair. is. Yeah. That's who she yeah. is. And I don't think she'll change. And I love that. And exactly. that's what people love. And that's what people relate to. And you're right. The, the chipped nail polish says it all. Totally. It really says it all. Close-ups, her hand, just right there. Boom. It's that time of year. Are you ready? Yeah. Halloween, just around the corner. It's going to creep up on us before we know it. 13 days away. Ansley Lane, our spooky foodie on TikTok, joins us once again now. Has a year already gone by, Ansley? Or did we talk? It's already gone recent? by. It went that's by so fast. Nuts. Wow, that's crazy. I'm so interested in this. We had you on last year talking about uh, your favorite haunted bars in L.A. This year, you're back with your favorite haunted places that aren't meant to be haunted, but are said to be and one of them has the beef and the horseradish. We'll get to that in a second. So how did you come up with this list? How do you know these places are said to be haunted? So I heard just rumors from people, from my followers, just like throughout the year, and they're like crazy. Like I had no idea some of these places were haunted. Like, and you checked them out. Okay, so, so let's start with the first one. Not meant to be, but they say it's haunted. So there, the first one is Space City Vintage in Little Tokyo. Have you ever been there? I've never been. Space City Vintage. Is it a vintage store? It's a vintage shop. It actually used to be a blacksmith in the 1800s. Mm. Well, that freaks me out anyway. Uh, right? Right? I know. Just imagine right? the history. Right? Imagine. And okay. the cooler part of it all is that the owner, the owner's great-grandparents were like the blacksmith. Like, they worked there. And they're still there. No. There are sightings of them. No. Yeah. Okay, Space City Vintage, yeah. downtown LA. What else is haunted but not meant to be? The Cheesecake Factory in Pasadena. Now oh, I have, come on. I have heard that that is haunted. <laughs> yeah, it's super haunted. Hold on, you two. I'm trying girl. to get Mal Horns laughing here. Okay, there we go. That's your cue. Oh, wait, that, why is that? Cheesecake Factory does not haunt me. It excites me. I know, right? No, it's okay, so... There's a bank vault underneath. That whole row of buildings used to be like a bank. 
And the legend has it is that the little girl that haunts there, his fa- her father was a banker, and she went with him to work one day and locked herself in the vault. And her dad didn't know she was there and thought she went missing and never looked in the vault for her. Did oh, she know they were going to build a cheesecake factory one day? Because that's, that's pretty clever. So sad. I know. No, but if you're going to be hidden somewhere under something, under that menu... Is a good move. So she's being well fed until eternity. Yeah, I mean, you could. You, exactly. I don't think you get through that menu in a year. Okay, and this is my favorite one of places that are talking to the spooky foodie. Okay, this is what she does for. This is what she does for a job. Yeah, on TikTok, and <laughs> she's telling us places that are haunted but not meant to be. What's the last one? The haunted Arby's in Hollywood. Come on, this is kind of my I favorite know. one. Why? How is an Arby's haunted? Okay, I already had a feeling when I went, but I just asked the employees and they said that in the morning, specifically in the morning, they hear like strange noises of someone walking around and like talking. Um, apparently there used to be a fire near there in the 1950s and 60s and a few people passed and they believe that whoever this is came from that. I mean. Like, but they got the ghosts and they got the meats. <laughs> Why would you work yeah, there? They and they got the meats. I mean, this is legend. <laughs> <laughs> Legend, Smedgen, I, I would not I, work there if I was being chased where is by it? a ghost Sunset every morning. and Bronson. Okay, I think y'all should try that. Anybody that's in the mood for Arby's, try Sunset and Bronson and see what you feel. I mean, it is that time of year. These are uh, all <sighs> allegedly, we don't know, but that's sort of the rumor from the spooky foodie. Sketch. Here. So just so I'm understanding well, something, like we come in, we do our show, and this is our job. Like, what's your job next week? Oh my, I have, I have so many things lined up next week. We have like the Queen Mary, which is, you know, obviously super haunted. Um, a lot of different other like haunted bars in the city, um, the Wolves in downtown LA. There's so many places. LA in general just has so much history, you know. What do you and do on Valentine's Day? <laughs> <laughs> Take a day off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for coming on. So great to have you. Ansley Lane there. Spooky foodie on TikTok. Check her out. Take care. Happy Halloween. Thank you guys so much. All right. Bye. Happy Halloween. I was just watching, you know, the news, and they're already talking about if you haven't gotten your airline tickets for Thanksgiving and Christmas, the fares are going to start hiking up. So you, got, <laughs> you should have done it by now or do it by now. You know, the like stress. The day is the day. Oh. All right. Let's get to Katie on the phone here. 1-800-520-1027. Katie, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We're doing all right. So you're calling about an issue with the guy you're dating? Yes. What's the issue? So we've been seeing each other for like about five months now. And I think everything's going really well. Like I've met his family. He's met mine. Like we go on dates like every week. Like we see each other all the time. But he and he told me he's not seeing anyone else, but he doesn't want to put a label on our relationship. Why does he not want to put a label? See, we need to find out why. So if he's not seeing anybody and he wants to see you, what's the reason he doesn't want to label it? So he was married before we met. Ah. And they've just been divorced like um, a little over a year now. And he was with her for like years and years before that. So I just think that that's the reason why. He's scarred a little bit from whatever happened in the past. Yeah. Um, if you were to come over to Tanya's house, I mean, you would have been invited and she and Robbie were to host you and Katie, he were to come and introduce you. He would say, hi, Robbie, Tanya, this is Katie, my what? What would he say? 
I don't know. See, that's the thing is like, I want to be able to say, this is my boyfriend. And yeah. I feel like I, I would be awkward. Like, what would he say? Like, that's why I'm calling because I'm like, is this a red flag? Like, I, I, well, maybe I learned this lesson very quickly when I had a girlfriend, but I wasn't so trained to introduce her as my girlfriend and we were at something and I was like, this is so-and-so without saying this is my girlfriend, so-and-so. Uh. And I was corrected and understood. So I learned that lesson. But there must be a reason why he doesn't want the label. Maybe it is because he went through something in the past and his fear of maybe going too fast or his fear of your expectation is holding him back. It may not be such a red flag. It may be part of what he's his trauma. Yeah, no, definitely. I was thinking that, like, maybe it's just I have to give it a little bit more time. How long has it been? Like, if you come from, we've been, we met, like, five months ago. So, I mean, it's still oh. pretty new. And, yeah, we met through a friend. So, it's not like he was, like, on a dating app, like, looking for anything. You know, it was, like, a casual, like, I feel like five months is an okay time to yeah, and put can, a can, label on it, though. Can you do something that I don't love to do, which is say, hey, can we talk about why just talk and about why he doesn't want the label so that you can understand from his point of view what what's going on there. That's an interesting way to get into the conversation. Yeah, no, I definitely have to do that. I don't like doing that myself, <laughs> but I definitely advise you do it. Okay. All right. Well, good I'll luck. I'll try it out. Yeah, I, 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 I would give him a beat on this and benefit of the doubt on it, too, since he's been through something, it sounds like. All right, Katie? Yeah, definitely. Thanks so much. Right. Thank you very much. I mean... I, I have been in that moment where I was not ready for labels. At five months into a thing already? I don't know the timing. I can't remember the calendar. But I have been in that point where, like, it's like I wasn't quite sure where I was yet with myself. So it's like, and, and coming off of something, not ready to call it anything yet. Now, it could evolve into something yet. But I have been in that place where I'm not ready yet. Tanya? Uh, I have not been in that um, position in my life, but I have been with somebody in that position. But I think it's interesting because, you know, they say love is patient. That's the first thing. That I love thought they is, said it's blind. Yeah. Love is patient. So if it's meant to be able to wait. Yeah. But also I think there's a there's a balance, right? You know, like you, sometimes you might not meet somebody that's on the same page as you. Like when Robbie and I met, we were not on the same pace or the same page, but we compromise and met in the middle in ways that made us both feel comfortable and i think that's kind of what you have to do and you guys took the treadmill down to 1.0 on a one point incline i mean you guys really you took the speed down on your relationship a little bit we did in the beginning and then i got to a point where i was like i don't want 6. to 5. do this any this 1.1 1. 1 on a 1.1 1. You wanted 1. a 6.5 with an incline exactly and you know what he gave me the 6.5 on an incline uh, and then some. I mean, and then you guys some. are you guys are really at an incline. I like it. You're going right up that mountain, right to the peak. Right, guys. This is fun. And anytime you have a relationship issue, we'd love to hear it. I'm not quite sure how our advice all shakes out, but <laughs> we do try. I, I mean, we do. Like I, we do try. Just thinking back, we had a call about a relationship, and then Tanya started waxing poetically that love is patient, and it got me to thinking. You know. One of the indicators that someone really loves you is if they love the things that you're most insecure about. Like they love the things that you are hard on yourself about. Oh, it's and those so are true. the things that they actually love. And they don't they don't need pushing into that love. Like you're almost surprised to hear for the first time that they love the things that you are most doubtful about in yourself. Mm -hmm. That to me 
is an indicator of love. And as part of my series, Indicators of Love, I will oh. be giving these out on a, <laughs> on wow. a regular basis okay. up until the holidays. What a treat. Wow. <laughs> Indicators of Love. Have you not seen that? It's going to be on my watch mm, list. I love that. Indicators <laughs> of Love with Ryan It sounds Seacrest. like a good series, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. These feel very profound, though. Like, you've and been thinking about these things. That one just rolled off. The top yeah. Of my head. Very natural. Yeah. But I'm surrounded by, you know, all the positive vibes here. And it is, it's manifesting itself. And just let it be. Let it grow. Let it grow. Let my garden grow. Yeah. Are you like working on self-reflection? No, that's so strategic. I'm just actually being in a moment. Imagine that. Don't ruin this. Yeah, don't ruin it. Now I'm thinking about what's coming up. Uh, All right, let me get Inda. Inda, good morning, Moreno Valley. How are you? Good morning. What are you up to in Moreno Valley this morning? Well, I'm commuting to work to Chino Hills, so fun drive. <laughs> what's the drive? What's the average drive time? Uh, like an hour, like an hour, 15 minutes. Okay, we will do better. We'll try and entertain you that last 15 minutes better. No, I'm always listening to you guys, so you guys make it so easy. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so what's on? Oh, you have a, you have a, a French fry place to recommend to oh. us. Oh, yeah, so you guys were talking about it the other day, and I don't know if you've ever uh, visited Okie Dog. It's right off Fairfax. Okie Dog. Um, can someone yeah, flip that yeah. on my Google real fast here? Okie Dog. Uh, I'm going to look that up. Off Fairfax? The wall, please. Off Fairfax. Mm-hmm. Like in Hollywood? Yeah, right off uh, like Melrose and Fairfax, like almost in between Santa Monica and Melrose. Okay, I will check that out. Did you guys look at the pictures, see any images yet? What do they look like? We, you know, we've been into these. We're, we are admittedly foodies, and we are into these lists of things: tacos, pizzas, French fries. I think a li- I love a list, right? If you're looking for a great hamburger, what's the best hamburger? A list is so easy to sort of uh, to, to follow. But any images? Um, I'm just seeing like French fries in a bag. Is this place the one? <laughs> no, it's okay. I dog, Okey dog. Yeah, okay, okay, I dog. I'm seeing they have a pastrami burrito. A pastrami burrito. There's like a hot dog burrito. Burgers. Mm -hmm. There's like an okey dog. There's tons of stuff there. How did you stumble upon this place from the 60s? I used to go to Fairfax High School like 20 years ago and used to ditch there. I don't even think that's a word anymore, but... (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That's not a word anymore, and why not? (laughs) Ditch? Exactly, yeah. Right? Kids don't use that. <laughs> what do they do? Skip? I have no idea, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they just don't go to class. That's it. Well, Inda, thank you very much for listening to us for your one-hour, 15-minute commute, and we appreciate it. Drive safely. Have a great day. You too. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye. Bye. Wow. This place is like looks like an OG place. Yeah. French fries change your mood. French they fries really change do. your mood. So we were talking about the Taylor Swift movie. Uh, you know, we're reading in different articles. She's going to make four billion dollars on the tour. Plus, you've got the, the the film, and it's also changing the way that I think artists are looking at tours mm-hmm. because they can put out like Beyonce. And my prediction is Harry Styles next or, or next time. But you can put out a movie of your tour and get people in smaller cities that couldn't get to the concert. Or just didn't have time to go or couldn't afford to go to see the show and see it as a community, as right. a tribe, exactly. as a group. But that in itself is causing a little controversy. A little bit. And I think by now we've seen a lot of 
videos on social of Swifties at the Eras movie, watching it, singing along, dancing in the front. Standing up. Standing up, which usually at any other movie would be a big no-no. And should it be when it comes to this movie? And that is the big debate because... I guess I know people that were there that were being told to sit down because they wanted to experience the movie seated without anybody else standing or singing loud in front of them and vice versa. So that's like the big debate when it comes to this movie and movie etiquette in general. And is this going to change it? Here's the thing. You got to look at it like it's a concert. So you go to a concert, some people sit, some people stand, some people scream, some people dance, whatever. That's what this is. You got to yeah. frame it like a concert. You can't frame it like a movie. But it like is a, a movie. Plot. It's on a screen and it is a movie. But I think you've got to go in with the mentality that you're watching a concert versus going to see a drama. Now, if I were in a theater next door and I was trying to watch Oppenheimer, <laughs> I mean, that might be an issue. So funny you bring that up because that was one of the most hilarious statements that I was reading when I was... <laughs> Talk or reading up about this is that people are complaining because they're trying to watch Saw next door and it's like Saw. a scary, you know, a, a suspenseful, like the new Saw oh, and movie. Oh, the suspense is being blown because there's <laughs> the karma's next door? Because they're singing Cruel Summer next door. <laughs> <laughs> I, see, to me, it's those people that might want to knock on the wall. Exactly. And they're like, well, can you at least show this Taylor Swift movie during certain times that doesn't interfere with the Saw movie? <laughs> I, I, that's fair. That's fair to coordinate what's next door or just put a block of or what you know one section that has the Taylor movie together. Yeah, I can see that being an issue, but AMC did release a statement saying that we encourage dancing, we encourage singing That's throughout right. the concert film. Just don't do it on your seats. Yeah, don't break the furniture. Exactly, and don't try to not obstruct other people's views. But and then of course Taylor Swift is like encouraging her fans to film the concert like you would film another concert. She's it's like, festive. It's fine. One more thing before we go. If someone said to you, Sisney, you got to change your hair color tonight for a month, what would you come back with tomorrow? Ooh, platinum blonde. Oh. Me too. You would? Twinsies. I kind of want to do a platinum blonde phase one day. I did it one time. I did it right after my wedding, and it was really fun, but it was Gosh, so... I should time that together. It was so hard to upkeep. Well, yeah. I'm just going to do it once and let it root out. Uh, Tanya? I'd go like strawberry blonde red. Ooh. I don't know when. Mark my words, but I'm not opposed to this stunt one day where we just decide to do it. Okay. It's got to be the right time of year. Or but... we could get really good wigs. Yeah, let's no, start with the no, wig. wigs itch. No, wigs itch. Okay, but it's not... I've spent a lot. <laughs> just uh, guys, test it please. out. I've spent a lot of time in wigs. They itch. Coming up for the Halloween shows right. we do. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Disclaimer. <laughs> Listen, Ryan's Roses system. No, I'm thinking back to live hey, Italian okay. Ryan Halloween shows. You can do whatever you want to do in your free okay, time. W- with all due respect, time's up. Time's up. It's time's fine. up. Ryan's Roses. You do you. Is tomorrow. Here's Ed Sheeran. Have a great day, guys. <laughs> On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest.